Hello, listeners, and welcome to the 20th Century Girls podcast. Welcome back, you guys. <laughs> so, last week, we told you guys that we were actually going to be reviewing a film that combined the two birthday episodes that we had just done. Uh, the lovely Miss Audrey Hepburn and Mr. Fred Astaire. And that movie, we told you, was Funny Face, a movie Yay. that I had never seen. So, this is a genuine first-time film review for us. <laughs> yes. This was my second time seeing it, but I only saw it for the first time sometime during the pandemic, so a yeah. year ago. So, yeah. Nothing crazy. Yeah. So, as Megan said, this movie is starring the wonderful Fred Astaire, Audrey Hepburn, and Kay Thompson as a special co-star. Um, so, the synopsis of this film is an impromptu fashion shoot at a bookstore leads to a new fashion model discovery in the shop clerk. Now that is the actual synopsis on IMDb. It seems very vague. It's very, very vague. I That's know. Like the first like 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I was I like, never I was, guessed what I tried looking at other synopsis, but I was like, okay. Oh to keep goodness. it short and simple. I'm like, I mean, it's true. I guess so. Wanna... Yeah, it's pretty vague, but I guess you don't ever want to spoil anything when you're looking at something on IMDb. So That's true. So, the film was directed by Stanley Donan and was released in the USA on February 13th, 1957 and in the UK on April 25th, 1957. That sounds like a Valentine's Day movie, so. <laughs> At least That's true. I mean, I can, I can see it. I could see it being a Valentine's Day it's movie. A, it's a cute little love story, I mm-hmm. guess, as well. Megan and I, we had each other on Zoom while we were watching this. Um, and there were just some moments. Ah, I, sh- I should say this later. We were just crack. <laughs> we started cracking up on some moments, but we'll discuss that later. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll, we'll go into our favorite moments in a bit. <laughs> Uh, but with a budget of an estimated $3 million, the box office for this film, at least from what I could find from, um, like, estimates or so, was about $2.5 million. So I don't know if that's just U.S. or the fact that they were sending movies all over, but... I read somewhere, I might be getting movies mixed up, I'm pretty sure when I was looking this one up, that... It wasn't a major flop, but they did lose money. I think they may have gone over budget, which, you know, films, like, almost always do go over budget. This movie took place in Paris for half of it. It's bound to happen. Um, But I think something like they made two point... No, sorry. I think the budget was three million and they made 2.5. Something along those lines. So it wasn't awful. But, yeah. It's not awful, but it is... It did lose money, technically. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I really liked the movie. So. <laughs> I did too, and I, I think I did read too as well that um, back then, like critics-wise, I think it was kind of a flop. But later on, when they like re-released it um, for like the special Audrey Hepburn DVDs or whatnot that they mm-hmm. did, um, that's when it really came more prominent uh, to critics and to the audience and stuff. And I'm like, wow, because to me, I always like I always knew about this movie. Like, I heard about it. I didn't know yeah. Fred Astaire was in it. I, I knew it was Audrey Hepburn. Um, but, so, I was like, oh, it's an iconic movie. 
But yeah. I guess it's not as iconic as I thought it was. There are some moments in this movie that are very, like, very iconic yeah. Audrey Hepburn. We're just going to pull it pull it out and say it right now, the black outfit. <laughs> the all-black dance outfit, yeah. Yes, that is very... <laughs> I didn't even know that was from Funny Face for a long time. I don't think I did either. And I would always see it on, like, those Instagram pages that do, like, mm-hmm. the little clips and stuff. Um, I think they used it in a commercial back in the day, too. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It, but they used it for something. And, yeah. but like I'm I've pretty sure I thought it was it. Breakfast at Tiffany's before I saw it at <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, but, yeah, you know it. But I knew what it was, but I just didn't know that it came from Funny Face. So when it started yeah. to happen... And I could see it was about to happen. I was like, oh, my God, it's that scene. It's <laughs> <The> this. <dance> scene. <laughs> um, but you have uh, their specific uh, dresses and things that she wears in photo shoots that are very well-known pictures. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's specifically uh, the wedding dress that yes. she wears is also uh, one of those iconic looks, especially with the hood veil yeah, yeah. specifically. Um. Yeah, that yeah. that was one thing we were talking about too. Is the fashion was incredible oh in this God. movie? <laughs> like all, almost everything she wore was stunning. Um. Yeah, the dress, that one dress is wow. I'm oh, and then like, the other like iconic moment, her in the red dress when she's running down, she's just like, just yes. be ready for it. <laughs> yes, that, like, just do it. Take the that photo picture now. in particular. Uh. Yeah, that's and- iconic as well. Also, one photo that they take um, in the movie when, like, there's a moment where Fred Astaire's character is trying to convince Audrey Hepburn's character that she should be the model for this. Mm-hmm. Um, that she should actually go and take the modeling job. And he's doing that close-up of her face. And that is a very, very popular picture. Yes. That was, like, Audrey everywhere. Because mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just her face. Yeah. The, just her eyes, her nose, and I, yeah. her mouth. I think that's but you it. Know it's, Three features. You know it's Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> iconic. Just eyes, nose, and mouth, and you know it's Audrey Hepburn. I keep seeing. It was so funny to me listening, um, watching this movie, because during that whole entire song, you just keep saying she has a funny and she, face. <laughs> I'm like, I was singing what? that the other day, too. <laughs> but it, I read a stare, though, man. Like, with those lyrics... He still makes it so charming. Oh, yeah. You can't help but just him, swim. I would let him call me, say I have a funny face, if he was like that way. <laughs> Fred Astaire, you can call me anything you want. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, it's, it was a pretty funny um, scene. They, they had a lot of actual like comedy that I didn't really expect. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I just expected it to be like a more serious movie, but it was yeah, I mean, funnier you know, than I expected. Music- musicals are typically comical at, to a point. Yeah. Um, some point, more, some, some more outrageous. Usually they're outrageous and some a little more mellow. This one's like in the medium to mellow. But again, so this is what I was going to say earlier. Fred Astaire's comedic timing. And of course it goes to the writers as well. But just the, there were certain moments where Megan and I will just kind of have like a straight face watching the film, and then Fred Astaire just makes a comeback, and we're just cracking up. <laughs> There's 
Uh, what was it? There's a couple scenes that happen in the the bar Mimi, in Mimi Paris. and G- <laughs> like you don't want to dance with Mimi. No, didn't Gigi tell you <laughs> something <laughs> like that? <laughs> and he's still so charming by dissing these women. In any it's moment so when they're in the bar, like it's just it, those moments are perfect. Yeah. Like those. Yes, that's for sure. They're absolutely perfection. I just I don't know. And I loved Audrey Hepburn as like a as like a book nerd. I think it fit her yeah. so well. For some, like I yes, I <laughs> I love her in the beginning. I feel bad for her, of course, in the beginning. Of if you see the movie, you know why. It's like oh my god. Like nowadays, they could never job. do that. You have to pay rent and fees and everything. No, um, but she's just trying to do her but job. Then I understand. The empathicalism and the very 60s, 70s like. You just don't understand. Very <laughs> hippie to an extreme. It's, I'm not into that, so it's just all so weird to me. <laughs> it was very funny. I'm just like, oh, she's weird. a little cuckoo. <laughs> she just... Oh, and then, and then when she's, like, talking to the man, she's like, we don't speak the same language, but we know what we're doing. We know and understand what we're saying. And then Fred Astaire comes in, he's like... <laughs> I don't remember what he's saying. But like he was like he was like you're was a, you're a horrible person. Like oh, yeah, he called him he a was weasel. Some, it was but, like so, something like weasel. Like you're a weasel. I'm you're a weasel. You're a weasel. <laughs> ha ha. And then he's like, yeah, cheers. See, they have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. You're just giving them uh, free alcohol, and they <laughs> and they're talking to a young pretty girl. So exactly. There you go. So, In France, an American. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Is... Fred Astaire, his comedic timing in this is excellent, guys. <laughs> it's perfect. And it's foiled perfectly by Audrey Hepburn, who just gives, like, she can be funny, I think, mm-hmm. in certain moments, but she gives a very good, like, play off of. Like, she's, yeah, she's, she's like, more she's the, the serious of... one. Mm-hmm. But it's like, he can take it up to the level of, like, all right, I'm going to bounce off that. Yeah. And go from there. <laughs> Yeah, like in my acting class when we talk about like comedy, there's the setup and then there's the joke. Mm-hmm. So the setup would be the Audrey Hepburn lines and then Fred Astaire, boom, <laughs> it makes back joke. It makes it just honestly so good. like perfect combination. Exactly. Like, I, it made it really well. All right, so we are going to hop along. In, hop along? I said hop along. Okay, we're <laughs> hopping along into some fun production facts. Now, we actually didn't find, I mean, there's still a good amount of facts out there, but I'm kind of surprised at yeah. how little it was. I thought it'd be filling out like three pages and I got almost two pages. Typically, we have to go through like hundreds of facts. Like, I know. And just like narrow it down to like little ones that we just find interesting. Yeah, this I was kind of sad about that. This one I could have written down all the ones that I found, mm-hmm. like realistically. Yeah. So, funny face. Um, so, this film was actually adapted from a musical that he that Fred Astaire performed on Broadway with his sister among many other <laughs> Broadway musicals that they mm-hmm. did. However, it is a very different storyline um than the musical was uh to the to the film. But it's it used four original songs which of course came from the incredible Gershwin brothers. <laughs> Have to shout them out there. Because they, they were very close friends with Fred Astaire, as we mentioned, in his birthday episode. Um, yeah. And they worked together 
pretty much the rest of their lives. And yeah, some other really uh, fun, interesting little facts here. Uh, the movie was actually filmed in France, in Paris. Any scenes that you see, they're not locations or anything like that. It is actually in Paris. Uh, Which is kind of, well, I guess uh, it's the fifth, It's the end of the 50s. Because back then, um, a lot of film and TV, pretty much everything was Hollywood. Unlike today, yeah. which is you really, had, like, really sad. You stages and everything. Yeah, everything was um, in Hollywood. So it's kind of rare and surprising. I didn't think that. I-, I thought when I first watched it, I thought it was all in Hollywood. And then I was yeah. like, oh, wow, actually was France. And then I, that's right. I did see a photo of Fred and his daughter. And they're like, oh, uh, having dinner while he was filming Funny Face. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I kind of thought that like some look like I figured the most like iconic locations were probably France, maybe, but like I didn't think the entire thing was. I thought like maybe okay, you go out there for like a couple days, you film the little bits and pieces, and then you come back and you film the rest in Hollywood. Yeah, like the not discernible outside <laughs> scenes that don't really have the characters yes. in that much. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, people like people still do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, today. Like, that's what I thought. So one thing about them filming in Paris, Audrey Hepburn had actually gotten married around the time uh, that they were filming this to her husband, Mel uh, Ferrier. Fer- Fer- Ferrer. Ferrer. Yeah. I, I yeah. couldn't remember what we decided how to pronounce mm-hmm. that. I'll say um, Ferrer. Ferrer. We're going to go with it. Um. But she did not want to be separated from her husband. So the filming in Paris, actually, they ended up coinciding it with a film that he was making at the time. Um, problem is, was that it was very rainy at the time. So the rain and the weather actually had to be written into the movie because they you know she didn't want to be separated from him so they had to figure out how to work the rainy weather into the movie and that's how you get certain scenes like in the balloons where it's pouring mm-hmm. rain and she has to, she releases these you, balloons you work and, with it and you do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah and i heard that um you can actually compare uh like when they had to do different takes that in the trailer i think the trailer is a little bit sunnier i might it might be opposite the trailer clip is different than the clips in the actual film um, with the weather. One is, like, a little bit sunnier. The other one is actually, like, dark and rainy and gloomy. It wouldn't so, surprise me. Interesting. You can go and compare. That, that mm-hmm. um, look a little bit different weather-wise in the background. Yeah. I, I think it was specifically for the Bonjour Paris mm-hmm. number. <laughs> uh, but speaking of weather, that was not the only thing that uh, the weather had to be factored in. So, the weather also affected the shooting of the wedding dress photo shoot dance that uh, Fred Astaire and Audrey Hepburn do. Um, Apparently, it was really muddy, and they were constantly slipping. And I can't even imagine she's in this white dress. White (laughs) wedding dress. I mean, at least it's not her actual wedding dress. It's just a costume. And it was short, so it wasn't, like, dragging on the ground or anything. But still, like, that still sucks. (laughs) Also, apparently there were protests and riots going on at the time. 
I did read that. I read that, and I was kind of surprised. I thought Europe, well, France specifically, of course, I thought it'd be kind of peaceful over there. I mean, of course, you never know what's really going on through mm-hmm. just photos of this film, but I don't know. To yeah. me, it, it looked like it was fine. So when I read that, I was like, wow, that's shocking. I had no idea. So that's something that they had to take into consideration a lot. Yeah, no, I had no idea when I read that either. So we talked about the wedding dress dance that they did. And we talked about the famous uh, black outfit dance that Audrey Hepburn did. Uh, But one thing I found super super funny uh, was Audrey Hepburn was nervous (laughs) to dance in front of Fred Astaire because of how amazing a dancer he was. In front of Astaire, of course. (laughs) Like... It's genuinely terrifying, honestly. I mean, and like, like, as we as we know, Audrey Hepburn was a dancer, but she didn't dance yeah. like hardcore for years, so she had to get back into shape for this film. Yeah. Um. So it's under it's very understandable how she felt because she was a ballerina, yeah. and that's not exactly the dancing she was doing in the mm-hmm. movie. So, like, that's intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Just being in the presence of Fred Astaire, my God, I would. I would just be frozen. I'd just be stare at him. I don't think I'd be able to say anything. Just wide-eyed, like, oh. Yeah, no. I would not be able to do anything. But, yeah, she was nervous. Fred Astaire was, like, 30 years older than her, so... Yes, that is correct. So, we'll we'll pinpoint an age. He was about 58 years old and still tapping and dancing. Beautifully Mm -hmm. perfectionist. Incredibly... And he's pushing 60. It's just, oh, he's, he's so good. I will say, though, when I rewatched it, he doesn't have as much numbers. No, he pretty much only has that one really big number that he does outside the hotel room. Yeah, that's, and the, that's the one, the only, his like, solo number. That's his only, like, main, like, what I call a Fred Astaire number, basically. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Agreed. one of those. But he does have a couple, like, minor dancing things, like, with, uh, with Audrey, Audrey, and then he did the one with Kate Thompson, but he was more doing playing the guitar or whatever he had. He she was, was doing, doing little, more of the performing in that one. He was doing a little bit of both, um, I would say at least. But he was like singing, playing the guitar, and mm-hmm. dancing, and so. But he's still on. athletic and incredible, <laughs> and it's still a pretty good movie, guys. Um, but yeah, so actually, both actors agreed to do the film. As long as the other person was signed on to do mm-hmm. it, they both because they both really wanted to work together on a film. Yeah. And um, but yeah, if one didn't sign, then the other would be like, "Nope." Mm-hmm. They actually lied. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> to say, like, I think they lied, or their agents probably lied about it. Yep. And they said, told oh, one yeah, another. Oh yeah, Audrey already signed. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll do it. Oh, Fred already signed. Okay, done. That's crazy. But I know Audrey did definitely want to do this film. She she was very. Um, she wanted, actually, they were thinking of having her do Gigi, I believe. Yeah. Yes, I have it here. Because uh, they, uh, she had done the Broadway. Yes. Uh, so. so, um, she turned down the lead role of Gigi for the film to do this role, mm-hmm. uh, for Funny Face. And actually, Sid Charisse was originally offered this role. Um, but she declined. So, the spot was a different open. movie. Yeah. Um, I definitely... I, they, they would have to change her character up a little bit. Yeah. 
definitely but i i don't know this movie to me works so well just because of the dynamic that mm-hmm. uh fred and audrey have like i i don't know i just think it works a lot better yeah i mean since Teresa already did um at this time or maybe a year later i can't, it was around this time i think um she did bandwagon with fred yeah. astaire um I can't remember. I think they probably did at least one or two other movies together. So, but this is the only film that Audrey and Fred did together, unfortunately. If only we had so many more. But we have this one. <laughs> they got to do something together. It's, yeah. It's something. And it's a great movie. So it's not even like it was a really bad movie or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I very much enjoyed it. I was like, you know what? This one's pretty good. Yeah. It might be slow and a little weird at some points because what 50s musical isn't, but it's quite enjoyable. Um, so actually, another production fact, um, there's a little cameo appearance by a special person. Um, Audrey Hepburn's mother actually made a little cameo as a sidewalk cafe patron. I'm wondering, <laughs> is that when she's like, maybe in the Bonjour Paris area or maybe when that one woman gets smacked by her boyfriend <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering where is she yeah so that was that one moment again this is another time where megan and i were just kind of like straight face watching the movie and then there's the fight and this woman is like very angry yelling at her boyfriend he smacks her so hard on the face of course he's it's- acting but it looks so hard on the face and then she's like oh me amor and then they start kissing it's and the it, cliche, like, French passion, like... Even Fred Astaire looks at them and is just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, that what was the weird. Heck? Oh, and as a woman of today, we're like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> what did we just watch? <laughs> what? Excuse me. What? Oh, oh uh, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me? No way. Um, no. Anyway... <laughs> Getting back into another, it's a little more than a cameo appearance, but there is a ditzy model in the beginning who Fred Astaire is photographing, and she was actually one of the top famous models of that time, and her name was Dovina. Hmm. So she was like, I don't know, his Victoria's Secret people, Kate Moss, I think she was one. There's that Brazilian girl. I don't know. Very many models. Lima. Adriana Lima. I think that's her. So she was like the Adriana Lima, if I am correct, with the name. I'm trying to think. Kate Moss, Adriana Lima. Those people. Kendall Jenner, I guess for our generation right now, Kendall Jenner. Yeah, I guess. Top models. If you're going to call that for somebody. (laughs) Yeah. So for today's people and children, she was like the Kendall Jenner back then. Um, but yeah, she played a little ditzy model <laughs> in, in the film. As I said earlier on, uh, Kay Thompson was one of the big co-stars in this film. Now, she was also known as a musical director as well as an actress, but also, I didn't know this. I didn't either when I, when she I read was the this. author, guys, of the Eloise children's books. I don't know. I may have read one. I can't remember for sure. But I remember just seeing them. And just like reading that fact, I was like, no way. I, Eloise, I remember seeing them. Those to Paris and like, everything. Oh my gosh. 
I remember when they made like a movie adaptation of yeah. it and like all that stuff. So she's that was, the author. That was interesting to read. Because she has a pretty big role. Like, she's pretty significant mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. So yeah, that, That's why I wrote down starring Fred Astaire, Audrey Hepburn, and Kay Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> she I deserves that and right she there. She deserves that and. That's for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. And I believe either she was writing her second book or her second book just came out while she was filming this movie. But, yeah. I was just like, oh, my gosh childhood guys how cool is that <laughs> that's awesome honestly i didn't know that when i read that mm-hmm. so that was a cool little easter egg to find out <laughs> easter egg <laughs> so in our audrey hepburn episode we talked about the controversy and the craziness that surrounded audrey's uh role in the movie my fair lady and um Part of the whole reason that this controversy really exists was because she sang in this movie. She was singing. That mm-hmm. was her voice. So if you watch, when you watch this movie, that is her singing the role. And she's actually not that she's bad. A, yeah, she's not a Julie Andrews at no. all, of course. No. But she can carry a tune well enough. Yeah. And so there, I, I, yeah. there are recordings of her singing uh, the songs in My Fair Lady, actually. And I mean, they're not bad. Don't get me wrong. I don't think this that was the perfect role for her, considering the singing ability that needed to be the singing level that Eliza Doolittle needed for My Fair Lady. But for a movie like this, it, her voice was perfect. Her voice was perfectly fine for it. But obviously when people in My Fair Lady, when people saw My Fair Lady, they were like, that's not Audrey Hepburn's mm-hmm. voice. So, and of course, at the time, like, everybody knew who Marnie Nixon was. Everybody kind of knew that, like, these aren't, that isn't her voice. That's the same lady who sang for all these other people. That's weird. Um, But, yeah. So, her next full, this was one of the only musicals she ever sang in. Her nice. next musical, her voice was dubbed. And you can find those clips of her uh, singing the My Fair Lady songs. And I recommend it. You should go check it out because she's actually pretty good. Education. I don't think she's she's as good as Julie Andrews, obviously. I love Julie Andrews. But very good, nonetheless. Of course. (laughs) Um, There is one thing before we move on I forgot to mention in the film. Um, you know, they're, they work for a big-time fashion magazine, so they're spending money, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Fred Astaire, his character, I, I love, like, money and currency from back then to nowadays <laughs> and inflation and stuff, so this is what we're getting into. So, his hotel bill at that time was 352,428 francs. To me, I'm like, that's francs. That might not be a lot of money. I don't know. I, I don't know the currency over there. Um, I don't know how this works. <laughs> and getting on a complete detour, when did they stop using the francs? Because now it's euros. I don't know. I'm just so curious. Like, why do they have to do euros? It's all, I mean, it's all European now, but, like, why? Like, why? Because, like, when Lucy, see, we mentioned Lucy in every single episode. When Lucy goes <laughs> to Paris, they're using francs. So I was, like, studying how much francs were. But now I'm like, wait, it's the euro. 
<sighs> I don't know. Why? Anyway. I genuinely, I don't know. <laughs> so, 352,428 francs was his hotel bill. In 1957, that was roughly $916. Which, for a hotel room, that is pretty expensive. That's, um, that's It doesn't sound for a- bad, but then you're like, okay, it's a hotel room. It depends on how long you're staying. You're staying. Yes, in like... that's true. That's true. <laughs> Maybe a, f- a few days to a week. I don't think they were there that long. Um, no more than a week for no sure. No more than a week, I would. So say, I guess but... that might be, you know, suitable. Still seems expensive, for Paris. but I mean, yeah, for Paris, I guess. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. But yeah, so nine hundred sixteen dollars in nineteen fifty-seven, though. Oh, God. So keep that in mind. So for today's inflation, here comes the big bucks. For today's inflation, that's about $8,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Our money, 916 expensive, but eh, maybe it works out. But then you add the inflation, it's like, oh, heck no. <laughs> you gave me the chills. I'm like, oh, my God. $8,000. No. Can you hear Fred Mertz? Like, eight thousand dollars just he would have a heart attack to pass out right then there, and there. there's <laughs> i don't like that that's too much money he freaked out with lucy's three thousand dollars on furniture eight thousand on a hotel room he would never good god that's absolutely <laughs> ludicrous now a little while ago i found a french interview it was very it was only like two to three minutes maybe um of audrey hepburn and fred astaire in Paris, um, while they were filming Funny Face. And, of course, Miss Audrey being fluent in French, she was speaking fluent French in this interview, so it's all English subtitles because I don't speak French. (laughs) Um, And Fred does pretty good as well. He he speaks decent French. Uh, He had to ask Audrey for help on some things. But uh, he did pretty good, too. But when asked about working with Fred Astaire... Audrey said, everything that is said about Fred is wonderful and true and beyond. I love that because it always seems to me, like, even though he plays kind of, like, cunning and charming guys on film, he was always, especially after reading his book, he is incredibly, like, private, but very humble, very kind, funny. She said he was very, very funny, which is great because... Like, I hope he's, like, very funny just because I know he puts so much hard work into choreography and dancing. Like, I've tried choreographing my stuff, too. And I could do, like, a chorus fine, but, like, doing a six-minute dance and practicing over and over, like, I can easily get frustrated over it. So just the fact that he's still able to have a very lighthearted attitude on set, that just makes me very happy. And then... (laughs) The interviewer, um, she asked Fred, uh, how does he stay so young and fit and does he diet? (laughs) And he was like, nope, it is impossible. I eat what I want. I can pretty much never go on a diet. Um, And the interviewer's like, oh, congratulations. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I'm like, do you see this man, this legendary actor and dancer? No, he never has to diet because he's dancing, I don't know, minimum 20 to 50 hours a week, probably. Exactly. Like, why do you need to? 
I'm just like, okay. Like, I understand how do you stay so young, but, like, the diet. By exercising that much. Like, <laughs> the diet, though, he's like, nope, that's impossible. I ate what I want. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh I was, that's Congratulations, so- <laughs> you can do that. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, because back then, I'm sure French, like, they would eat, French women would eat, but they smoke a lot. And by smoking a lot, you don't get hungry, so you stay skinny. So that's a bad diet. I suppose <laughs> that's yeah. all I could say. I guess <laughs> it's a bad diet. But yeah, I just thought that was pretty funny. You guys can find it on YouTube too. It's not very hard to find. It's but like Audrey Hepburn for a stare French interview. Highly recommend. And yeah, for one of our last uh, trivia facts of this episode. Um, one thing I found was, uh, according to Audrey Hepburn's son, uh, this movie is actually one, was one of her favorite films. And that makes me very happy too. Yeah. It's a good movie. I really, really enjoyed it personally. Yeah. I hope it didn't affect them too much when it came out since we said earlier that it was kind of a flop, didn't do that great. But then yeah. later on, it was recognized more. Um, so hopefully she was still alive once it was being more recognized. And so she could I see it. I would hope so. Either way, hopefully she was just proud of her work. Because, yeah, th- this is, it's a nice little movie. And she One, did great in it. Mm-hmm. So she deserves to be very proud of her. Of course. For all of of course. <laughs> um, so the movie actually didn't get... Um, it got a lot of nominations, but mm-hmm. not actually a lot of wins. Um, I don't know if that's to be expected of something that maybe had lost money in the uh, movie industry world or whatever. Yeah. Depending what um, it was going up against, too. Yeah. At that time. So I'm not 100% positive what movies were uh, coming out in this sort of time or whatever yeah. but... i believe it would be for 1958 award year yeah we should look that up and see <laughs> maybe another episode or something <laughs> um but as far as the oscars uh they did get a couple different nominations uh they got nominations for the writing the costume which i think they should have won but whatever yeah i agree on the writing <laughs> like i said fred Astaire's jokes the way he nailed mm-hmm. them were great and then of course the costume design the costumes were amazing mm-hmm. um set decoration um which seems i guess i can understand mm-hmm. it not all of it took place in yeah outside Paris, so um and cinematography uh were all nominations and then um the few wins that they did have uh, were at the Faroe Island Film Festival, Audrey Hepburn won for Best Actress. Um, to be fair, I don't know what any of these award show <laughs> things are. So, yeah, these are just things that it won. Uh, and then the USA National Board of Review named it in the top five, top ten films uh, for, and a special citation for photographic innovations. Hmm. Which I don't know what that means, but... (laughs) I can Uh, come up with a few ideas, but I have no idea what would be the correct one. So I don't know. 
I do not know. But we are just here to relay the information to you. So do with it what you will. <laughs> so I figured now we go into some of the more fun, interesting personal bits. Uh, some of our favorite moments of the movie. Because like we said, we watched it over Zoom. Um, so, Christina, what were some of your favorite moments? Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know why the opening just, like, attracted me so much. Even the first because time I watched really it. good. <laughs> like, just watching her, like, walk through that runway. Or not, sorry, not runway. Office building. But you had all mm-hmm. the other girls just, like, following her. A real boss lady in the late 50s, like... Kate I don't Thompson know. I was just that. like, she yes, just, girl. I'm like, it's not even Audrey Hepburn. It's, she it's was Kane powerful. Yep. Yeah. I was like, you don't even see Audrey or Fred for a few, like, several minutes. It's all Kane Thompson. You don't see Audrey until, you don't see Audrey for a while. I was confused what the movie was actually going to be about within the yeah. first couple minutes of the movie. Yeah, I know. I was, like, looking around, and I'm like, okay, when are they going to come out? But I was just so intrigued by that power walk. I was like, awesome. Yeah. And, then they, and then they talk about the Think Pink song. I, and I was just like, I, th- I don't know why, song. but this is great. Why not? <laughs> I loved that song for legitimately no reason. I, yeah, I'm just, I don't know why. So it's, just, it's fun, and I will love to watch it again. <laughs> the fashion during that entire number is just mm-hmm. fantastic. Every bit of it is amazing. And you know what? I guess we should all think pink. You know? Sure. Why not? <laughs> You don't like pink, and pink, I know it, pink. but I just, I think it's... It's I okay. It was... I, it's not my favorite color, but it's fine. I, I, I don't hate it. I don't like hate orange, it like I hate like we, we mentioned that in the, was it the 20s or 30s episode? 30s, 30s yeah. It became a bigger color, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I love that opening number. It, yeah. it was one of the most intriguing openings for a movie like that I've I ever watched. <laughs> um. And then, actually, I had to think about this one, and I'm like, wow, why didn't I think about this earlier on? But um, when they're when she's hiding and runs into Fred Astaire in the photography room, and then they do the little dance, and she's, like, on the spinning chair, and he spins her around. Mm-hmm. I love that little number. Um, probably my favorite moment overall. <sighs> yeah, maybe. The one I remembered the most, I'll say, from the first time watching it, to the second time watching it is mm-hmm. the Bonjour Paris number. It's just it's so well done. They're all by themselves, but yeah, it's like they're... divided so you see their storylines going around. But it's so well done, and it's a it's really so... good song. It's a very it's good really song. good. It's like you have the separate stories, and then when they all connect at the very end, it just it's seamless. It fits perfectly, and then. I don't know, they all have their different things that they're, like, looking at and mm-hmm. looking for in Paris, so it's just, it all fits together really. It, it is true. It all really does fit together really well. Yeah. And on a side note, I adore Audrey's outfit in this scene mm-hmm. because that bra- that brown coat that she's wearing with, like, the all-black outfit is just perfection. <laughs> yep. Like, it's perfection. It's so good. Ugh. And then, of course, like, what we said earlier on, it's not a specific scene. But just Fred's comedic, sarcastic timing. It's just pure excellence in the whole film. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other favorite moments to add that I did not? Um, 
give me a minute. I do love when she's running down the stairs in the red dress. And he's like, well, you have to tell me what to do. No, just be ready to take it. (laughs) That entire sequence of just her being photographed and everything Mm -hmm. is just amazing. That the outfit that she's wearing in the balloon release scene, the one we're talking about in the rain, just oh my goodness, I adore that outfit probably too much. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's so pretty, it's just so cute. And you have the you have the outfit by the train where you're where he's like telling her, like, oh, you're just like like pretend like you're Anna Karenina and she's like do you want me to throw my she was like do you want me to throw <laughs> myself under a train and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> he's like no you're waiting for your love and all this and then she's like crying and it's just effortless oh, it's effortless it's beautiful it's perfect and then I love the wedding dance theme. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's just the cutest thing it is very cute I I love wedding dresses back then. It's a weird, like, love of mine. I love short wedding dresses. It's weird. I'm, like, 100% positive one day I'm going to have a short wedding dress. <laughs> My mother will kill me, but... <laughs> um, but... I don't know. I... I adore the beginning opening song, obviously. Um, I love Audrey Hepburn's entrance in this movie. I think it is hilarious. And yes, it is adorable. It is, yeah, and it, it completely instantly like opens to the like you know what her character is within seconds. Yeah, you, you know don't have exactly to think, what kind of character she is. Yeah, you don't have to think, is. oh, is she like this way or this way? It's like mm, no. Within the first like minute, it's like okay, I know exactly who she is, exactly. which is great. And I like movies that do that because you can just kind of take off running, like you just kind of go, and. I don't know. I thought it was cute because I remember when I was watching it and I saw like, um, you only see like the bottom of her feet for a second, and I was mm-hmm. like, I have a big feeling that's Audrey Hepburn. So I'm like, they haven't introduced her yet. Where else? Of would course, you of course. Uh, I don't know why I love her look in that, um, like her first like cute casual like bookseller yeah, scene. Mm-hmm. I think it's cute. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's not like the. Parisian fashion and everything like that. It's all the typical stuff, but like she's just trying to sell books, and that sounds amazing to me, obviously. Oh, yeah, uh, that, that's that's why I always thought that, um, th- like you would really like this one. One, of course, Audrey is in it, but t- she's a bookseller, of course. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, like they, yes, uh, when they destroyed the bookstore, I was like, I feel so bad for her. I can't believe how they just left it like that. Like it was like, oh my god! When, when they show when when the scene is shown that they're taking the books down, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be messy, but still not too bad. But when they actually like finish the scene and leave it there, yeah, it's horrendous. I would be like, God no! It was awful. I literally yeah. would have gone insane. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love organizing my bookshelves and everything like that but just that was a little intense yeah no I mean it was nice that Fred offered to stay and help a little bit and then you know give her a random kiss because that's what you do in a 1950s that scene was musical. so random to be perfectly honest 
I was I got kind of mad. I'm like, no, that's not how it goes. It's like, okay, that's not realistic. <laughs> like, but you're I trying to help me at my job. I know. Like, this is like, excuse me. No. Why? I don't know. No, that was weird. I thought the rest of their relationship developed pretty pretty nicely. I thought it was. Re- I thought that was okay. That was more. Mm-hmm more realistic for a movie i guess because movie relationships are never realistic to be fair mm-hmm. um but no that just random <laughs> kiss in the beginning in the bookstore was just i don't know what that was but i just okay <laughs> i don't know i don't know but it just it happened and we just went with it um but yeah no this I really did enjoy this movie more than mm-hmm. I actually thought that I would. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, on a rating scale of one to ten, ten being the best, what would you rate this film for all of our viewers at home? Um, I know I really had to think about it too. I kind of, I kind of gave it a number, but then I'm like, okay, but I gotta compare it. To Holiday Inn, which is my number 10 out of 10. And, like, for you, Singing in the exactly. Rain is 10 out of 10. So I'm like, that's, that's my really hard one. Because, personally, I could rewatch Singing in the Rain every day and not get tired of it. Mm-hmm. I've had days where, like, I've watched that movie, like, maybe two to three times in one week. And I won't get tired of it. I could quote that movie word for word. Yeah. <sighs> I think if I had to, I would give this movie an eight to an eight and a half because there's a lot of stuff that like I, I really like and I could see myself watching this movie again. Mm-hmm. It, it does have a really good rewatchability. Um, but again, just the movies like Singing in the Rain and... Uh, Mary Poppins was around this time. Yeah. Um, uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> like, to compare it to those movies that are so much higher on my list of, like, those are the closer to tens. Yeah. Um, things like that. But, you know, to compare it to that, that's definitely really really difficult so yeah i really really got to take that into consideration yeah i would say an eight and a half i'd say an eight to an eight and a half feels safe for me like i could it's definitely more my favorite than other movies that i've seen so i i can give it that and even those movies i try to i at least can rate it like a five or so because mm-hmm. i'm like i can respect what it did for cinema or whatever yeah whatever it needs to be so yeah we gotta talk about some overrated films i know there there's some old movie i cannot i don't even remember what it was that would be a genuinely uh, interesting thing because i have be some good. real opinions that that that's a new podcast episode for the future. We gotta keep, remember that. <laughs> that's one thing, but you cannot get offended by our opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. This is just personal views, of course. Like they're it, iconic. They did what they did in history, and no one's gonna take iconic. that away from it. We respect it, but it's not our taste. But it's not our thing, of course. So that would be interesting. Keep yeah. keep a keep an eye out for that because uh, 
That'll That'll be fun. Something I want to (laughs) do. But for you, what would you rate? For me, I'm still like I'm going back and forth in my brain right now. (laughs) Um, Like originally, I thought like, oh, maybe my score is a little too high. But now I'm like, oh, maybe mine's low. I ah. Don't all right. I'm gonna don't compare it to mine. Mine's gonna be completely yeah different Um, from from basis. Oof, guys, it's so hard. Okay. I'm going to go. Like like we said, it is a very good movie. And I quite enjoyed it. And I will, of course, watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, both actors did amazing. Um, Fred does have his dances, which are fantastic. But it is on the minimal side. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> okay. I'm going to give it a solid kind of solid half a solid <laughs> 7.5 out of 10 okay so it's I still, would say it's still very good what's interesting to me is like I think this was more of I think Fred was a little bit not exactly sidelined but like yeah. he didn't have the typical numbers that you'd expect in like a Fred Astaire movie per se mm-hmm. it was kind of Given the fact that he's almost 60, so that's yeah. completely understandable. But it was kind of more of an Audrey Hepburn movie versus a Fred Astaire movie, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting that, like, I would have a higher rating for it and you would have the lower yeah. end of the and rating I, scale. I think, because there are, like, some moments in the middle towards the, like, well, kind of like I said, Audrey's a weird character in the middle of the film with empaticalism. I still don't know what the heck they were teaching. Um, but yeah, in the like the middle slash end, it gets it does get a little slow for me. Not to where I get like really bored with it. I'm just like, yeah. mm, okay. Like, you know, typical yeah. like well, older get movies you. get slow. Um, and then, yeah, like when, when I really thought about it, I was like, well, Fred doesn't have like a lot of, he only has like one solo number. Um, so that's the only reason really that I brought it down to a 7.5. But uh but yeah, when you when you talk about like this back to the script, honestly, the script is great. Yeah, the script is great, the acting's good. Yeah, the, and the, their chemistry is excellent together. Yeah, so. it's just not one of the big it's not one of the bigger movies per se. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's pretty reflective in how we rated. But still, a really good We both highly recommend it still. Oh yes. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, so that wraps up our review of Funny Face. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to all the different trivia and awards and some of our favorite scenes. Um, I was certainly excited to discover a new Audrey Hepburn Fred Astaire movie. Two iconic um, legends and <laughs> in the same film. That that's when it's great. When, exactly. Yeah, when they get to work together. Um, but yeah, like we said, we both highly recommend it. So go watch it, guys. It's on Prime. For free. <laughs> Love when these movies are free. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for our next episode. We will do our best to get it out when we can. <laughs> Yeah, life is still crazy. I'm getting my second shot, so that's why there may be a delay, as you know, coronavirus, uh, the second vaccine, takes a hit on people sometimes. So we'll see how it affects me. But if we are delayed, that is the main reason. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you guys for listening.
We'll see you next time. Stay tuned.